Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. Hey, welcome to the Marky Worthington Comics episode 63 with uh, the great Matt Stewart. How you doing, buddy? Really good, thanks, Marky. Um, appreciate you calling me great. That, that gave me a real boost right off the bat. Yeah. Um, feeling like I'm, uh, you are the wind beneath my wings. Yeah. Well, I um, I had to um, I had to sort of put you on the higher level because like with two 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 dudes with red beards, I didn't want anyone to think that there was any competition going on. There <laughs> I think you you're beating me beard wise, but. Um, yeah, I'll call, I'll call your Marky Worthington's great beard. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's just like when I um, when I um, put together the um, the upcoming gig that you've got, we'll do in plugs. Obviously, I don't I don't do plugs at the start because I'm not you know I'm a professional and I know where in the show they go. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I was putting the poster together, I said to uh, my media guy, I was just like, I oh, don't get them mixed up. Like I should be the small picture. <laughs> we could do a brothers act, some sort of you know like a twin. Yeah, twin some, comedy. That's some big sort stuff. of like. We could call ourselves like I don't know, like Umbilical Brothers or something cool. Yeah, and Umbilical Brothers. Umbilical Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm already getting um, career boost just from being close to that name. Um, <laughs> it's like uh, when I, I'm I'm, I'm going to try not to make this a podcast about every podcast I've ever done, like a like a best of episode where I talk about every show I did and just use yeah, it just the platform. Clips. Eclipse episode. They always suck. Don't you hate that when you a show you love yep. and it's it's a, some sort of sitcom or something it ends up being a clip show. <laughs> yeah, like the um, you can tell when they like wanted a week off over the Christmas break because yeah, exactly. they they put out the clips episode. The, <laughs> I, I listened to one where they actually let the fans submit the clips, so that was kind of cool because they like. Um, it wasn't like their producer's be- idea of the best clips. Oh, right. This is a podcast. Yeah. So I listened to it. Oh, other- sick. Yeah. Believe it or not, aside from my own podcast, I do listen to uh, some others. Although, you know, I look, I don't listen to my own aside from when I edit it. Um, the only thing I do is mark it as read on, um, on, my, on my feed. So I, it just like doesn't come up anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think. Uh, does that give you an extra download as well? I reckon all, all those numbers count. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it actually... I've actually got no reviews except for one one star. That's... What was the one star review? Uh, there was no actual review written to it. It was just a one <laughs> star with no oh. comment. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> what an asshole. Uh, to be fair, um, I had my brother on the show and... Um, there was a little heat there from an ex-girlfriend thought that uh, <laughs> thought that perhaps um, someone he mentioned was was her, but it, it was like not her. Right, but <laughs> is, do you think it was a it was a, an ex-girlfriend gave you a one star review? Is that of, what you're of one of my guests, yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell! The best part about that is it wasn't actually even about that person. So it's like. Um, 
like I was saying as as I was saying to my brother, I was just like, dude, did you break up with her because she was narcissistic? Because like I feel like it'd be funny to think that someone was talking about you when they weren't, and that's the reason the relationship failed. Yeah, that's uh, it's, and then listening to them on a podcast as well. Yeah, feels like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sounds like you're, yeah, you're not doing yourselves any favours. <laughs> you're still feeling the pain and then just, oh, brutal. But that would be, that'd be a pretty funny. I wish, I wish she'd written something about oh, it. Oh, for sure. Like, one star, like, how dare you talk about me? If that wasn't that person, either way, if you're going to put in a one star, you should be passionate enough to explain why. Yeah, I think so. Um, Definitely. I think that, like, look, a three, three, even a four, no description, that's fine, right? It's like so-so. But both ends of the scale, one and five, definitely requires uh, a, an additional information. you got to show your workings out there. <laughs> oh, As man. I know, you have mathematical uh, guests on here a bit, so I thought I'd use a bit of maths <laughs> lingo there. Oh, man, um, just so that you guys know, that's a callback to a conversation we had off mic, but Matt's professional and, and didn't want to actually mention that, but see, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind bringing it up. Uh, yeah, well, I think whoever's listening now, uh, I think you should all take a pause for a moment and give a five-star review just to tilt the scales back in the positive yeah, absolutely. That's actually a good follow. That's like a good, um, good way to close off that particular segment. Just, just doesn't matter what you what what you think. Just five stars, good to go. Yeah, I reckon that's good. I I used to do when I used to do a podcast called Primates. I used to have a thing where I say any five star reviews, whatever you write, I'll read it out on the show as long as it's a five star review. So you know, you oh, can okay. tell me, you can say it sucks. But if you do it next to a five-star review, I'll read it out on the show. So I reckon you should do that next next week yep. or next month. Any five-star reviews that come in, you should yeah, just read them out no matter what they say. Even if they're from an ex-girlfriend <laughs> or a brother's ex-girlfriend or whatever, <laughs> you have to read them out word for word whatever they write. As yeah. long as it's five star, though. Yeah, yeah, no, that that okay, that's it. I'm coining it um, from, from from on this this show. We read five star reviews, no matter what you write, as long as it's five stars. Uh, yep. That's uh, I think, I just that's what the, the algorithms only see the stars. I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there would be too complicated for them to actually detect text and like yeah. see whether it was actually five stars. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's uh, some of that AI shit's pretty crazy. Like um, the amount of things that are like targeted towards me. Um, for some reason, I keep getting recommendations to listen to Hamish and Andy's podcast. So it's not really like up there, but it's it's getting there. I reckon. Yeah, they probably get to most people. Hamish and Andy, I think. Yeah, well, pretty- I think that their podcast image image is actually on the like podcast app store as like an example right yeah um that is that is what podcasting can be that's what we all aspire to (laughs) it's funny because um the the times that i've listened to hamish nandy has been like back in the day like radio sort of stuff i've never listened to their actual podcast 
but they've been doing it for so long that you actually they're they're across each platform like that like when radio was um the the main talk show platform they were on that and then like like podcast they're like on that like it's just it's a it's a it's a um it's a duo that's lasted the test of many platforms yeah totally i reckon they would be the reason why a big chunk of australian people even know what a podcast is i'd say mm. yep so, which is uh, handy to have them and then they maybe they they fall down a crack once they download a podcast app and and stumble upon us maybe yeah <laughs> they're also like the reason that a lot of australian knows who andy is that's true that is true i guess (laughs) technically um you uh maybe if we say hamish and andy enough the algorithms and the ai will hear it and then suggest this episode to people who are already listening to hamish and andy (laughs) i mean i'm not you're more of a tech guy than me is that is that possible if i keep saying hamish and andy that it'll somehow I think- I'll tell you what will happen for sure. I'll start getting advertised, Hamish and Andy. <laughs> my phone is no doubt listening to me. I think the That's- one the one thing that would happen is um, it's probably more likely if someone was to write a review and say that it was their favourite podcast except for Hamish and Andy. <laughs> yeah. Nothing beats Hamish and Andy, but this is my number two. Uh, outside of Hamish and Andy. Yeah, I think everyone who's writing a five-star review should, if they can, work Hamish and Andy into the review as well. (laughs) Yep, exactly. That's how I know that it was from this episode they heard it and not from like a flow-on one. We'll have to read something crazy out just because it's got a five-star next to it. Did you... Did you ever have any crazy stuff like when you re- read those reviews out? Do you does there anything that you remember that someone wrote? Um, there was a lot of baffling stuff. I can't remember anything in particular, but yeah, there there was some that were just like overly sweet, and they always felt the most awkward to read out. You know, when they're <laughs> just actually being really kind, <laughs> and you're just reading out a compliment about yourself. <laughs> yeah. That that felt awful, but um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I can't. I can't remember. There were definitely some weird ones, but I yeah, none that come to mind. I'm afraid I shouldn't have brought it up without any receipts there. Sorry about that, Marky. Ah, oh, that's all good, man. We're all about not not having receipts here. This isn't tax time, so um, <laughs> the <laughs> actually, it's it's funny you mentioned like hard to read compliments about yourself, man. If, like I listened to Bill Burr's Monday Morning podcast. And whenever people write into the show, they might have like a legitimate like question or like something that they want to weigh in on a subject or whatever. But before that, they'll usually have like the top part of the email that's like, hey, really like the show, been listening to you stand up for years, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll have like the question. Yeah. And um, they were chatting about how comedians, for some reason, it's just like how they can't take a compliment like it's like you're on stage you want to be seen you like need to advertise and promote yourself but then the minute that someone gives you any positive feedback you're like i don't want to hear that and feel uncomfortable yeah it's weird isn't it so like when he gets those emails he you'll just see him reading them out loud hear him reading them out loud and just be like all right love the show blah 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 okay <laughs> and then like yeah. this is why i hate you yeah yeah <laughs> and Some he'll read that billy potato head or whatever yeah yeah it's just yeah. like hey billy red nuts he's like oh this is you know this will be a good one um 
That's another. We're talking exclusively about red bearded men today. Yeah, another, true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if Hamish and Andy have red beards. I've, like, I've seen Hamish probably has a could have a bit of ginger in there. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. I will. Let's be fair. When you're talking about Hamish and Andy, you're talking about Hamish. Um, <laughs> hey, you, every duo needs a. You need. He's not a duo without the second guy. Yeah, true. Every he's under he's underrated, I reckon, Andy. Every yeah, it's uh, yeah, true actually. Um, but the, <laughs> there's um that that's you not like like burning any bridges with like one of the biggest podcasts in Australia. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'm always that's what I'm always thinking about. You See, know, just in case, just in case Andy's listening <laughs> to the Marky Worthington comedy podcast. <laughs> And and he's and he's going. Oh, I wonder. Should I have one of these two on as a guest on the Hamish and Andy podcast? <laughs> Hang on a minute. He's just burnt me there. I've always got that in the back of my mind. Like I said before, man, you're the professional here, so I'm glad that you're able to keep me um, on the straight and narrow in the podcasting world. He's also, but he um, he he hosts a show called The Hundred now, Andy, mm. and it's got um. Uh, Mike Goldstein's like a regular guest on it. And they, not that I'm, uh, yeah, and I think I should really watch it, but um, I don't, I hardly ever see, uh, watch actual TV. Isn't that a funny thing about yeah. streaming that um, normal TV, if you're like, oh, I've got to actually remember it at a certain time or whatever. Although yeah. they all stream as well, don't they? Yeah, a lot of them stream. Like I watch uh, like a few of my um my buddies in the Canberra comedy scene had like um, sets for like Deadly Funny or Raw or whatever, um, and I've never watched one of them live, but I've seen a few of them like on the restream. Yeah, cool. Deadly uh, Funny. Did you have any mates in the Deadly Funny last week? Ah, uh, yeah, Kaifei. Oh, cool. I yeah, I didn't. I wasn't there, but I um, uh, the uh, the studio I helped run. Filmed it. I yep. say help run. I'm very inactive. Yeah, stupid there, old studios. Stupid old studios. Yeah, I've been there so, for a podcast that I did when I was in Melbourne one time. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who whose podcast is that? Ah, uh, so I recorded. It's another podcast I do called Canberra Metalheads. Right. Yeah. And um, I think so. Last time you were in Canberra, just to like bring this into the conversation, we were chatting about podcasting. Um, and I think that's why this came up because um. We were chatting about podcasting. I mentioned that I did um, my Canberra Metalheads podcast um, and I'd recorded at Stupid Old Studios before um, and we interviewed a local band there, member of a local band there. And I think it was either just before I put out this podcast or like I maybe recorded but not put out the first episode yet. But um, yeah, we were chatting about that. And that, yeah, so I, I went, when I was in Melbourne one time, I met up with a local band member and recorded an episode there and put that out as my Canberra Metalheads podcast. I think I've done, I did an episode weekly for like two years and then, cool. yeah, and then um, cut it back to like now that I've covered most of the local Canberra bands and a few interstate, even international, I've cut back to just whenever there's a gig on that I want to promote, I'll just do like individual episodes. It is like, it's a big 
big metal scene, isn't it, Canberra, for some reason? Yeah. Metal for the Brain, is that? That's what started it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Metal for the Brain, I think, finished in like 04, 05 was the last oh, one. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but it had some really big, like, names on it for the time. Like, it was just such a, like, monumental part of um, getting metal off the ground in Canberra. And then those uh, followers kind of just stayed dormant until, you know, um, well, they, they sort of started until more recently, the last, like, 10 years, they sort of just either had families and stopped going out to gigs or, or just didn't have anywhere real to go. And then with more and more venues doing live music, then it sort of picked up again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a real like dip after that, like a pretty big hole left in the in the scene. Um, who there's who there's like a big international metal band from Canberra, isn't there? Um, so there's there um, so there was a band called Armored Angel that used to play metal for the brain, and they they were massive. And, yeah. Um, the the bass guitarist. I think slash singer. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, he was one of the ones that I tried to get to meet me at, at the studio, stupid old studios, for the interview because he lives in Melbourne now. Oh, right. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, he wasn't available, so I, I managed to queue up another band. But um, the drummer from that band is still in Canberra. So that band stopped, and then they like one went to Melbourne, the other st- stayed in Canberra. So, but yeah, they were really, really big. Like, um, and they were like sort of like the headliners for Metal for the Brain, sort of thing. Yes, because uh, they were all they weren't just big; they were local. So that sort of like helped. Canberra, it's such an interesting city, Canberra. I reckon it's, it's like yeah. So I think I was reading it's like the the most educated city in Australia or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> see, the problem is I'd have to be able to read to like see that, but <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. um, yeah, it makes sense there, that but... someone from Melbourne could point that out for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it's you know it's obviously all the you know politics and uh, but yeah, then a metal scene and what what else is it like? There's Sport the Saints, I think they're yep. playing this week up in Canberra against the the Giants. Yep, in the AFL, um, and there's you know there's regular footy and what it, remember? I uh, wouldn't remember this probably, but Merv Hughes that used to play for the Canberra Comets in the cricket. Nah, <laughs> he's the, uh, the you know the all time great <laughs> bowler. So it was a real boon for Canberra having Merv. In there for a bit, yeah. Well, I reckon Cam- Canberra's fun. It sort of get, gets a rap as being like a a bit soulless because it was, you know, it was a designed city or whatever. Mm, but mm. I mean, that's yeah, that was a long time ago. Things are changing. Well, the good thing is, I feel like there's a couple things there. So, uh, from a comedy standpoint, I've noticed when I do other towns. Um, Canberra, as you said, you and you would know from touring as well, you can tell which jokes hit different in different places. I tend to find, like, um, 
you said sometimes you'll say something like a joke that, that you know that people call oh it's a thinker or whatever yeah that will get the laugh quicker in canberra than if i did it at like fucking goulburn right oh, there you go take that goulburn no nah, fuck it i like goulburn but um you see the home of rambo yeah yeah trying not to uh so see you you're trying to save me from severing ties with the world's with Australia's biggest. Well, let's not get on the world scale. Australia's biggest podcast. I'm just trying not to sever ties with the, the rural towns surrounding. Canberra. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you got to remember they got the you got the big ram there. It's uh, what else have they got? Goulburn. That's um, not the same place as the two fruits, is it? That's Goulburn Valley. Yeah, no, it'd be so it'd be silly to make like two big things in the same town. That's true. I think um, you kind of got to choose which one you want to be known for. Yeah, yeah. Um, Canberra went for, you know, cap the Australian capital. It's pretty, it's pretty bold sort of one to go for for Canberra. Yeah, we we just came in like after everyone else was already established and went. We're going for the capital, and we're not going <laughs> to even be the biggest city. Um, it's. And, and to be fair, we're not even going to plan to be the biggest city. The only thing that's going to be planned to be the biggest part of the city is probably the airport. Um, we'll make that massive and just have maybe about a quarter of the amount of people that is required to fuel that um, expensive economy. That is ballsy. It's, mm. a, it's a ballsy city. Well, it's balls as big as Rambo, the Goulburn's big concrete ram. We exported the balls for Rambo from Canberra. Actually. Yeah. Canberra um, built. They, yeah, they were, um, they were, uh, everyone pitched in. <laughs> That's beautiful. Canberra um, community. Yeah, we just scraped, like, because it's made of concrete, so basically just got a small piece of um, footpath from every suburb to make the balls for Rambo. Um, and it must yeah, have been so nice. It was, yeah. Everyone um, coming together, pitching in mm, mm, to help yeah. create big merino balls <laughs> um the other thing i was going to say about like canberra establishing itself over the years like you're saying it, it sometimes gets a, a rap for not being as um established for as long or um um sort of being a bit newer um or whatever other words i want to put in your mouth in that se sentence there. <laughs> um but i think as i so i've been in canberra for 10 years now and i feel like i'm glad that it's drawing more influence from like the arts to develop its name um instead of like the the um the sort of political side of the scale i know it's got a lot of like you know people that work in um in government and and are heavily influenced by politics but um they t it tends to be a lot of work with the arts going on you know like they, they have like a lot of encouragement for like music and comedy and and performance in general um so i i tend to find that when i visit um like sydney or melbourne i think that we're leaning more towards um melbourne than sydney as far as like which which s sort of style we're following which is good yeah right well i guess it's hard to uh it's hard for a place like canberra to go sydney style when you're missing the uh that beautiful harbour <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, you can't. It's hard to just uh, all of a sudden have a, a big, big, beautiful bridge. <laughs> but Melbourne, what a, what you can get, you know, you could get the Melbourne uh, grey skies and uh, a few coffee shops. It's like, all right, now we're hey, we're getting a bit Melbourne like. <laughs> I think that yeah, that's probably it's probably more achievable for Canberra to aspire to Melbourne style than. Uh, Sydney style, but I do. I mean, I think I feel like you've. Whenever I'm there, which is, well, pre-COVID would be like it once or twice a year. Dude, it felt like it had its own vibe. Mm. Like it, it felt like a kind of unique city. I f- um, although you know, all the Australian capital cities feel vaguely the same. I guess. Yeah, they yeah. Well, they're all they're all like um. They're all let's let's be fair. They're all trying to be bigger than what they are, right? Like they're all <laughs> yeah. Like it's uh, like we had a um, had a comedian living in Canberra for a while that was from Washington, and uh, she was saying that like you know she's from a small town in Washington. It's still bigger than Sydney, but it's like on the American scale. It's a small town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, it's like when touring bands come through. Like, I've, so I, I work at the at the basement as well as host comedy there, um, and we used to have a lot more. Obviously, with COVID, not as much. But like when we'd have international bands coming through, and we still have plans to have them back once they can. Like everything's been rescheduled, but a lot of international bands. Sometimes when I'd interview them for the um, Canberra Metalheads podcast, they would be like. Um, expecting this to be like the the biggest date on the tour so they'd put it like at the end or something like that because it's the capital um so they'd be like oh man this is going to be like the biggest show out of all of them because it's the capital city yeah yeah they get yeah that's interesting because i mean it's yeah in america it's the capital city's washington dc right is that a is, oh, maybe that is a big city. I don't even know. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that it's like it's bigger than Canberra. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's bigger than Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah. No. It actually probably is pretty. Yeah. Like you say, all they've just got all their cities are huge. I doubt they have bigger Rams than Goulburn, but I think that there's they're probably bigger than Canberra. That's something they got to work on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You want to see the white just next to the White House, overshadowing it, a huge ram. Maybe uh, France can export them some sort of ram statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be a beautiful gesture from, from France. Well, I don't think they've done anything similar in the past as far as, like, exporting big, anything monumental. So No, no, no. No sort of... Yeah, big ram holding a torch or whatever. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah. We... Uh, we chatted about um, podcasts before, um, you know, uh, with, with my other podcasts, and we, we chatted about, um, you know, what we're listening to as well. I tend to find it's too hard to, like, fit any extra podcasts. Like, I, I feel like I get about a new episode um, every, like, day at least of a podcast. So if I don't listen to an episode a day, they pile up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and big time. Yeah, so I listen. There's probably about I've probably got about eight podcasts that I listen to. So you know, if you get one that puts out an episode a week, then they tend to add up. Um, is there any that you listen? I know that you've got your own podcast, which we'll chat about in a minute. But is there anything that you listen to 
when you're not um, recording? Good, good question. Luckily, I got my phone. I can check. Uh, you knew it was coming. I could see you reach for the phone once I was looking <laughs> into it. I was like, I'll, go, I'll buy him a couple extra minutes. It's a bit like really when the MC that. isn't back from the bar yet, so you just run a little bit longer on like... Yeah, yeah, you can see him. They're still waiting for their beer or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you start thanking the, the bar staff and shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, everyone, yeah, I hope you're all having fun. Anyway, you're tra- you're any questions? Trying to, rem- trying to remember the sound guy's name. <laughs> yeah. The one, because I, 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 I'm a Saints fan in the AFL, so there's a podcast called Unplugged. That's mm-hmm. like a, just a fan podcast about the Saints. Yep. Um, I, I smashed my phone last week, so this is a this is like a an old phone, so it doesn't have, it's kind of out of date a little bit on the podcast on here. Yep. Book Cheat, I like. It's a podcast Dave Warnicky does where he reads a classic book and then summarizes it to a couple of comedians. Yeah. And uh, so you basically just get the the cheat notes without ever having to read oh, you know, Pride and Prejudice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty – that's a good one. Um, and, you know, I oh, like Tony Martin's Sizzletown, classic. Yep. What about you? You got any hot tips? Um, so I mostly listen to um, podcasts of comedians that I like. Um, so none that you don't like that's that makes sense I guess oh I mean what I mean is that there's a few podcasts out there that where the hosts aren't comedians like they're just podcast hosts yeah um whereas I tend to I'll find a comedian that I like and then I'll find out oh they do a podcast and I'll start listening to that like for example I listen to like oh we spoke about the Bill Burr Monday morning podcast um and um I listen. So Bill Burr's got a guy that used to open for him called Paul Ver- Paul Verzi, um, and he does a podcast with Bill. I listen to the joint podcast that they do and Paul Verzi's own personal podcast. Um, and uh, I listen to uh, Joey Diaz's podcast, Uncle Joey's Joint. Used to be called The Church of What's Happening Now. Um, I listen to. Um, I listen to Legion of Skanks with, um, yeah, that's a New York um, comedy podcast. Yeah, a lot of, it's a lot of American. Mostly American. American comedy, yeah. Yeah, mostly American um, as well as, like, mostly either New York comedians or comedians that started in New York and then branched out to L.A., um, I, and to be fair, I find, because I watch a lot of their comedy and listen to their podcasts, like, every day. Like, it's one of them I listen to one of their podcasts. Like, um, although Bill Burr's, um, you probably already know this, but and anyone listening to this show is obviously already knows who Bill Burr is. If you've found me down the rabbit hole, then you've gone past him. Um, but although he's LA-based, he was, like, from Boston. Um, so... I think that it's without in I'm not intentionally but it's happening is I'm like influencing influencing some of my comedy like towards like a New York style comedian um which I like like without sort of trying to accident like I don't want to accidentally rip off a bit or whatever like um subconsciously but yeah I I, I like the like st- New York style comedy yeah right. You got any any plans to go over 
over there to work or anything? Dude, I'd love to. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I think everything's been put on pause for a couple of years. So, like, where I may be now versus where I am now could be two different things. It may be for the better, could be for the worse, who knows. But, um, yeah, it's not something that's, like, in my sights at the moment as far as, like, right now. But it's definitely a goal. Like, I have a bunch of things that I'd like to do, and doing comedy in America is um, is definitely up there. Yeah, it's a goal of mine as well. Um, we were going to be doing a, a do go on podcast tour of America the uh, in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then the COVID hit, so it's all that's um, yeah, end up going to be pushed back by like at least three years. I don't, it won't happen till at least next year now. So yeah, but yeah, while while we're doing that, I'm, I will be trying to book some stand up. While you're there. Stuff as well. Yeah, which would be living the dream a bit. Yeah, doing stand-up in New York is pretty, Would you know, that's sort of, the, that's sort of the, the home of it all pretty much. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It's, it's um, yeah, it's on, it's on my list, but it's not really on my list as like a bucket list thing. It's like if I want to do it, I want it to be like um, something that I don't just... It's not a. It's what I like to call like not a not a one rep goal. Like you know when people go to the gym, they're like, I need to bench two hundred and fifty kilos. They do one rep and they're like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I just want to make sure that by the time I get to that point where I can do it, it's something that like I might be able to continue doing. Or when I do it, it'll be like I'll be able to set a good impression. Um, yeah, maybe we'll like even go spend some years there or something. Yeah, for sure. It's like. Yeah, it's definitely definitely something I don't want to do half ass. But I, I feel like just in the last couple of, so this is my fifth year of doing comedy, um, and I feel like just in the last like couple of years I've started to like really lean into that like um not just doing my bits, like just like reading the room and like if crowd work comes up just like sort of like having like quit quick like responses and like more witty shit like instead of just you know going up and 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 doing my like you know i've got a five minute set this is it see you later yeah yeah that's good it's all about uh yeah i think it's just like the time thing right you just get better the more you do it yeah learn you learn as you go can't it's a very hard to learn without doing it kind of skill (laughs) oh dude i just realized that i'm like talking to a pro about me doing comedy and you're like well champ you got to start somewhere <laughs> no not at all i think it's yeah no that's that's totally true i feel the same like the yeah the longer you go the more comfortable you yeah <laughs> feel deviating from your you know at the start it's almost like oh well for me anyway it was like word for word what i plan is what i'm doing there's yep. no no room for like any sort of um, spontaneity or anything, but mm. yeah, I think that's just a comfort thing and a an experience thing. Um, but I reckon that I'm not ten years in yet. That's when they reckon you start getting half decent. Yeah, the, a couple, couple of years from that. So the old ten year apprenticeship, they say. Yeah, that's right. Um, you mentioned before about Do Go On. Uh, just quickly, some of the behind the scenes stuff because I've listened to Do Go On for I think. 
I started listening to it uh, not long before I met you a couple years ago, um, and it was I think you just mentioned that you're about to start doing that um, tour. The um, I think you went to the UK for the Do Go On tour. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Or was about to go. It was around that time. Um, now, there's obviously a lot of research and stuff that would have to go into that into that show because a lot of you know as a it's like historical stuff um what goes into like prep for an episode well it sort of depends on the on the topic but um yeah it's usually usually it's watching i normally start by watching some documentaries Mm -hmm. about it assuming there are any yeah um and then uh if i can find a decent um audio book like if it's a if it's about a a person biography and i'll try and if i can find their autobiography that'd be a bonus Mm -hmm. and then it's just like reading a lot of articles on the classic um websites you know britannica and (laughs) biography.com batuta um Batuto Advocate is yeah. obviously a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those sort of, you know, blandish sort of websites. Wikipedia.org yep. is a good one as well. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and it's just, you know, just sort of getting right into it. It's um, depending, like, usually it's, I find it interesting uh, researching topics, but I always feel like, because it's, you know, we record like for an hour or two. Mm. It's a comedy, like, you know, it's a brief yeah. comedy version of a history. Or, you know, I mean, the the report that you write is relatively serious. I guess the comedy comes in the, the other two taking the piss or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just um, it's just sometimes it's figuring out how to, how to structure the story and stuff. But it's, I, I, I do enjoy it. But, yeah, it takes, it normally takes a while. One episode, yeah, it'll normally take between two days and like a, a couple of weeks, depending yeah, right. on. Because I remember when I spoke, well, like the, the night I met you, you were like, oh, I um have to like, um, like always edit stuff. Like, for example, I'm like editing the next episode or like doing some stuff for the show tonight, like after the gig in the hotel. Like, oh, right. Yeah. You know, like, it'd be pre- it, yeah. yeah. It'd be like pretty full on, I could imagine. Um, concert. But see, the thing is, with, with obviously with my podcast, um, I don't tend to need to do a lot of research because it's just conversations. Um, I've had a few guests on in the past. Like, I had Tim Jacobus, who's the artist behind the Goosebumps books, the, he does the oh, cover cool. art. Yeah, nice. And, um, I did a little bit of research on that um, because it wasn't like a, he wasn't he's not a comedian he's f- fucking funny though but he wasn't he was a comedian um, I was like because when we we're chatting I was like dude if he's from New Jersey I was just like man a standard dude from New Jersey is like like uh, like the same level of comedy as like most open micers in Canberra. <laughs> um, he could just like jump in, do a spot, and just tell a story and so and like he'd he'd, he'd do well. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, no, it, it's interesting. Like I, I like to hear more about behind the scenes stuff with the, with the podcast and that sort of thing. Also, uh, the live shows is that does that change the dynamic much at all? Doing it live? 
Yeah, definitely. They always the vibe's very different. I think it's because you sort of um, you're performing more. Mm. As a, you know, the cra- you, you're probably working for laughs more. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It always, yeah. The vibe is definitely different. I guess you you get an energy from a crowd and stuff like that as well. The you know going into you, and I think maybe normally the topics you want to be a little bit. Uh, sillier or, or whatever, yeah. For some reason, you know, you, you yeah, don't want it to be too dry. You want a few fun twists and turns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that's it's like is what, that a real is that giving you a real good insight there, Marky. Oh man, uh, let me tell you, I um <laughs> will ha- be listening with a different set of ears next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. Sorry to sorry to go uh, so deep there. Yeah. Oh, look, man. That's what it's about. You know, getting behind the scenes and just giving the fans what they want. I mean, I know that a lot of people listening to this episode will just be tuning in from your do go on crowd and just being like, man, just get to the get to the um get to the <laughs> sweet stuff. Oh yeah, no doubt. I'm sure they've, <laughs> yeah. they've they've all followed me over here for sure. Yep. Um. So yeah, so if you if you aren't one of the already do go on fans, make sure you check out the uh, do go on podcast. It's really cool. I've listened to a few episodes of like it's one of those podcasts where I'll just sort of like look for topics just because I have such a massive backlog of podcasts. I'll sort of go through and look for like specific things that I've always thought about or like topics that I know um, that I want yeah. to know more about. Yeah, I think that that's the key. Uh, topics that you already know a lot about, you'd probably find it pretty annoying. Or like, there's a if you if you're really passionate about a certain topic, we'll always get complaints from people who they're like, oh, what, you're talking so much shit. Just get to the <laughs> get to the point. Or or you know, they're like, I can't believe you didn't mention this niche thing about it because they know every detail inside and out. I'd be like, well, why would you listen to a podcast about something you already know everything about? But um, yeah. yeah, something something you're interested in or like we often do topics that are like, you know, like the Hindenburg disaster or something that you're like, I know, I know that I vaguely know there was a big blimp yep. exploded, but I don't, nothing more about it. You know, those kind of ones where you go, oh, I can, um, yeah. You, yeah. They're sort of in the back of your head, you vaguely know it, but you don't really know it. Well, see, I, I've listened to a couple of the, like, the murder mystery ones, Black Dahlia Murder and, um, like, Jack the Ripper and that sort of stuff. So it's like everyone sort of knows the, like, the the, the killer's name or whatever, but they don't kind of, like, it's, I, I like to hear more about the, and, and also it's in a platform that I can absorb. Like, if I if I just, like, watched a documentary, I'd probably get bored. But because there's some comedy elements and you guys are just, like, having a general conversation and including facts, it, it makes it easier for me to take it in because it's not so serious. Yeah, well, that's good. I guess that's kind of the hope um, <laughs> that it's, yeah, sort of digestible or whatever. But, yeah, it's not like it's just, I mean, mainly it's just meant to be fun, I yeah. guess. No, I really really enjoy what you do, man, and I'm looking forward to having you here in Canberra um, for the gig. Now we'll give that one a, a plug. So we got um, comedy at the basement on the um, on the third of May, um, and there's a promo code that's been set up for um, for ticket sales, which uh, I don't mind people on this show using as well. So if you just go on to, um, I'll just flip the screen here, get some. 
um, get the ticket sale link. So it's on Oztix. Um, go check it out. There'll be a link in the bio for, for to get um, get ten um, percent off. So if you go over to Oztix and um, put in your promo code do go on one word, then you get ten uh, percent off ticket sales. Sick. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, how how the show's been going? Yeah, good man. Like it's something we've been doing for the last uh, few months as the ticketed gig. I've run an open mic at the basement for the last few years, but decided to add a ticketed gig to the the monthly schedule as well. Um, and the last few have been really good. It's um a, it's a good chance for people to come out and um experience more of like a, a showcase for comedians instead of like the open mic where people might be trying like new material and that sort of stuff it's a good opportunity for people to come and see like some of the more polished bits like and longer sets and that sort of stuff and then obviously topped off with a with the headliner every every month as well so yeah i've had um yourself um being the headliner for this one but you know we've had like the first one i did had daniel muggleton in it um just trying to um kick it off with you know a solid half an hour headliner so yeah sick oh, i'm really looking forward to it yes yeah, so this is next month isn't it? may yep it's gonna be so good uh we're in the at the time of recording last week of comedy festival in melbourne mm. so yeah, once this is done, looking forward to getting out on the road and, um, yeah, leaving Melbourne for a bit. I've had, I haven't, well, it's been a few years of being just inside all the time. It's nice to uh, be getting out and about. Yeah, it's also like, um, I know, as I mentioned before about the, like, Bill Burr, Paul Verzi podcast, um, early on, this is don't worry i'll see, watch how i swing this back into what we were just talking about um so um his new opener is a guy called dean delray and he actually opened for when when bill did like a um like a zoom comedy show at the start of the lockdowns for like a charity gig um D daniel muggleton opened for that and um the the middle was dean delray and then headliner um, bill burr and the, the the middle dean delray said that like he always just wants to go out and do comedy um and bill's just like you need to like take time to let com like to write comedy like you need to live life so you get bits if you if you're just on stage or sitting in the hotel you don't have enough stories to like talk about on stage yeah that makes sense and uh, I think that just sitting at home for two years is uh, just... Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's so funny. You've got time to write, but you don't have as much to write about. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was not a super productive time for me for comedy, unfortunately. Yeah. When I thought, you know, you, you, you think about it at the start of the lockdown, it's like, all right, it was a real chance to just do some writing. Mm. And it just, just didn't turn out to be... Or, you know, what the stuff that I wrote didn't turn out to be too good. But because, I mean, I think it's because it's the process, right? Mm -hmm. You need to you need to check in with a with an audience to see how it's going. How it's going, yeah. Well, they write it technically like you like, I mean, not technically, but like you write it, but they like shape it. Yeah, they edit it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. they're, they're like directing it. Um, and. I think also a lot of the shit that I wrote during the lockdowns was relevant to the lockdowns. So, like, I'm not going to go out 
in 2022 and do like an hour of COVID jokes because everyone's fucking heard it all and they don't give a shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, there's a, an, yeah, any on any lineup there'll be enough of that probably without you needing to. Yeah, for sure. No one, no one cares about like, you know, talking about like shit that everyone on the lineup talked about. Like, like, you know, if if you, it's not like you're gonna go out this week and do a full hour on like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. Like, you go to any open mic and everyone's done that. I I did a bit about it, quickly recorded it and chucked it on social so I could forget about it because I'm like, that's as much as I'm gonna get out of that premise. Yeah, totally. That makes sense. But um, yeah, man. Well, we'll wrap it up with that. Thanks heaps for being on the show. Looking forward to the gig um on the third and um, yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch up again there, man. Is there anything else that you want to plug? I know you got your socials as well. Uh yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's been a pleasure, and I'm looking yeah looking forward to hanging out up in Canberra. Um, my uh, I think it's Matt Stewart Comedies on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, Facebook and TikTok. I think. Yep. And uh, Matt Stew underscore art on Twitter. But yeah, if people people looking for another podcast, let's do, do go on. Is uh, I think it's, yeah, like you did, if they just search a topic, there's, I think we've got, there's nearly 350 episodes up there now. So yeah, um, we've gone through a lot of different kinds of things. Yeah, Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> sort of, you know, those kind of uh, mythical creatures yep. to murderers to, you know, singers and entertain actors and stuff their biographies and uh, you know all sorts of mysteries and, and random stuff but yeah yeah man no there's bound to be something there for everybody um i definitely found a few episodes over the the time that i thoroughly enjoyed oh cheers man cool all right. thanks so much for having us cheers man and uh yeah i'll catch you catch you next time thanks everyone for tuning in and uh, remember to leave your five star reviews so i can read them out on the show yeah hamish and andy <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yes, yeah, right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. Hey, right.